this season on The Bachelor. After the show, it's the after party then. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Redbeard Podcast and the Nerd Ruckus Network, and you guys are listening to The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony, and you are here for the finale episode <laughs> As Chris Harrison likes to say, uh, and obviously I got my wife, Becca. What's up? I was really concerned with how you just said that word, but then I know why you said that. And I think there was just so much to process over these last couple episodes. That's why we're coming out a little later than we usually do, because it took us a while to really get all the information down. Yeah, and let's not lie. We went to Vermont, you know what I mean? So that yeah. was fun. So, you know, we, we, uh, we did watch it while we were there. Um, but hey, you know, and we took a little time to digest everything. Yeah, yes, we had some it was over, a lot. We had some overnight dates. We had some more fantasy suite. <laughs> yeah, we had a fantasy suite. Uh, I lost my virginity, so I'm very excited about that. Congrats! I yeah, hope Chris man. Harrison asked you about it ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Very and we'll cute. be back after this and see if Colton loses his virginity. Did, like, how many times are we gonna say it? Did Chris Harrison not come off like the creepiest uncle at the dinner table ever over these last few live episodes? Yeah. I mean, but that's, I, I, don't, I don't know how you can not be creepy when you're talking about somebody losing their virginity and they're like, what, how old is he? He's 27. Yeah, it's weird. But so. why keep, I don't know. What, what I, really... think it, I think it was ABC, like literally has a script and he has to read what he's, has this to This hour's read. bullet is PP in V. <laughs> the P in V G. All right. So, um, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. First episode we saw Colton, uh, Break up with Tasha and Hannah G. A very uh, heavy episode. Yeah, equally uncomfortable, I would say, just because it's always interesting to watch as an audience knowing what hot mess is about to be expressed on yeah. TV. I think that with Tasha, it's interesting when they don't want to be filmed crying. I thought that was a good move on her part. I don't think we've I've ever seen anybody say, "Hey, can." Can we can we talk without the cameras? But you but they kept the mics on. Well, this still. particular season of The Bachelor, there's a lot of things we haven't seen before. True, Very um, true. The Tasia breakup obviously was hard to watch, but then moving on to Hannah G. The the biggest difference between the breakups was Hannah G. Just seemed mad. Yeah, she was pissed. Well, I think she was pissed because she didn't even get a date. You know, like she like Tasia got a date and was was able to do the fantasy suite. And then you have Hannah G, who is literally before he breaks up with her saying, I'm going to tell Colton that I love him. And then all of a sudden it's like a bat to the face, you know? So I, I can agree why she was pissed because I don't feel like she got a fair share. But then again, why would you want to put someone through that if you know it's not going to be them? So you kind of have to respect Colton for that. Yeah, overall, it was a completely different end to... And I know that they kept saying this, but it really... Say what you want about Colton. I've been pretty critical of him this entire season, but he really did take the bull by the horns. Like he made this season into his own. He made his own rules toward the end. And you got to respect that. Again, you wonder if this is going to make the Bachelor franchise look at how they do things a little bit differently. I don't think that they're going to make any drastic changes with Hannah Brown. As we know now, Hannah B is the Bachelorette. The biggest difference, I was talking to my friends about this, and we'll get into the Cassie stuff too. The biggest difference between a Cassie and a Hannah B, for mm -hmm. example, they're essentially the same age, 23, 24, which to us seems really friggin' young. Right. And in the Cassie Colton 
saga this week, we saw how young she really is and how indecisive she is. But with a Hannah B, I can see her as the bachelorette because she's from the South. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to prejudge it. I'm not from the South, so it kind of sounds funny me talking about this, but they do things differently down there. They get married earlier. They have kids earlier. She said it herself, and I don't remember if it was during some of the packaging that we saw, but she said, "My a lot of my friends are already married and have kids. Yeah, no, I remember that. So that's a big difference in those type of women, and that's just an observation I had over these last couple days of taking in all this Bachelor stuff. Right. I also think, I thought you were actually talking about Hannah uh, G for a second, so it brings me to an interesting point that I, you know, hey, and let's just give it up to myself. I was so right about Cassie from the beginning. I knew that she was going to be the winner and she was so frig yeah. But you know, and but, I want to say this, I knew because of reality, Steve, he had the spoiler very early. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was just like, Oh, well that's a very, wow. How did you come up with that? Like I was trying to play off like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he called it, but yeah, you did. I will, I will give you credit. It was Cassie all alone. But, uh, to my point though, Hannah G, um, I, I can see why he would go for Cassie over her. Um, she does seem like a little bit more mature. She seems a little bit like she's got her, she's got her shit together. And, you know, you got Cassie who um, I think is a little bit more like playful and like goofy. And we don't um, know that Hannah G has, but her we don't really together. see more of that. I just see like a more, I see a maturity in Hannah G where I think Colton likes the playfulness and, and, you know, uh, I guess, you know, kid-like personality that Cassie has, you know, and he can have a little bit more fun and, like, they're goofy together. Um, there's this one thing she did, and this is random, that I that I've, I thought was kind of cute, is when she, like, smiles, she does, like, this scrunch with her nose, which just reminded me of Kim Cattrall because she used to do that in Mannequin. And I always thought that was really interesting, and, like, I thought that was cute, I, so that was interesting how, like, I that all came full circle. that you totally just dated yourself as, like, an old man who references old, Mannequin. Not old man. What are you talking about? It's a great 80s movie, but, hey, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that was some something, like, I don't, you don't see a lot of people do that. And I, for some reason, when I saw that, I was like, wow, Kim Cattrall and Mannequin. Anyway, so back Should to... Should I start scrunching my nose up? No, you do that sometimes anyway. Oh. Yeah. Um, what does it look like right now? It It's it's cute. It's very cute. Uh, but you also look mad. So, um, but anyway, so he ends up um, breaking up with Hannah G. And yes, she seemed very angry. And Tasha was obviously, you know, very distraught and disappointed because uh, she did see something going on with Colton. Um, you know, both of these girls thought that they were going to be their girl at the end. Um, so fast forward to the end of the episode. Um, he goes to Cassie's door and we're like, oh, are we going to like get to see her face at least? And you just hear the audio, you know, of like the, 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 the heels or the shoes going to the door and then that's it. So but there was a lot of filler really. There really was. This could, this could have been one, it could have like an hour and a half episode. Yeah. But they wanted to really get the most bang for their buck. Cause we know Colton's not banging anyone. <laughs> um, I the, really putting the old bachelors out there or the past contestants. They, Oh, were, I hated that. It was such a waste, a waste of time. And it wasn't anything useful. It was like, Hey, do you, what do you think is going to happen in the fantasy suite? Like, why do we care what you think? Why don't we actually just see what happens? You know? And like, they're all, 
They're all creepy. And like the one guy who like still, it's like, dude, be yourself is what goose, whatever. Oh, He's just like Chris. always doing this like thing with his eyebrows and like, hey, you know, whatever. I'm just going to, me and Crystal, you know, but I mean, we didn't have sex in the fantasy suite, but like, hey, like, whatever. I'm <laughs> Top Gun. Like, you just like, dude, like stop doing all this stuff with your eyebrows and your creepy smile. So and then you got Cassie, Ben over there wait. who's just trying to get with everybody. Yeah, exactly. Cassie is mannequin. Goose is Top Gun. Oh, yeah. I like that we're going with the 80s theme. Yeah, I mean, we could bump it up a little bit. You got, what's this, the guy with the slick back hair? Um, um, we have... Yeah, American Psycho, but that's, yeah, you know... He dates that's, Caitlin Bristow. Jason Tarte. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah Jason. And uh, I don't know who Ben would be. Somebody then, creepy. Well, then you had Garrett. Oh, Ben's Ben's that guy Bug from Uncle Buck, the really creepy guy. You are killing it. <laughs> But then the creepy you had guy. poor Garrett, who we, everybody essentially did forget about, even though he was one of the most recent people making news out of the Bachelor Nation. His shirt was like weirdly unbuttoned. I don't know. Garrett smiles and looks in the camera, and he just reminds me of a serial killer. I'm sorry. He's just creepy. He's not a serial killer. He's not. He's not. He's but just, then, uh, he just uh, is, uh, says racial slurs on Twitter or whatever. That, that was long ago. Yeah, sure. He's a but we don't, people don't forget. The next step, clearly. The next night we had Demi, Katie, and Sydney out there, which I was like, okay, this is their Bachelor in Paradise like audition. Oh, totally, totally, what it was. But and can you and some of the comments that they made, by the way, uh, Onyeka, go away forever. Yeah, please go away. Her joke bombed. Well, you it was awful, and I, I don't just, remember what it was. That's how bad it was. It literally made me just like cringe. I picture them. On in their car service that ABC provides, like coming up with one-liners in their notes app, like okay, what can I say? Oh, he's gonna bang! Like, like just keep it, you know, like keeping oh, a notes so bad. a notes app. Uh, and that was another thing too. It was it was another like oh, let's just hear what the girls think, even though we don't need this. Let's just see what happened. Yeah. So jumping into actually what did happen. Yeah. Um, he goes to um, you know, Cassie's apartment or whatever she is. Why she was still there. Um, was a little interesting to me because yeah. it felt like it was like a day later. They usually just get in the van and bounce or like, they tell her to like hang around I... and wait for her dad to take her to the airport. Yeah, the timing was really odd on this one. I tried to read by outfits. Like I always try to get them on continuity if he's wearing a different shirt or whatever, mm. but I couldn't really figure it out. So I don't know what the timeline was there. A lot of this second episode, the final episode, made me really uncomfortable because it almost felt like Cassie was forced to be there like oh shoot I, I he wants he really wants me like when he revealed to her you're the one I broke up with so and so and so and so she had this look like oh man I'm not gonna be the bachelorette after all I guess well I disagree with that because you were like very vocal when we were watching the episode about how oh she's like you know I don't really think that she likes him like but for me, watching it, I think that Cassie was, first of all, I think she was just taken back by everything, right? You you have this really awkward breakup with somebody. You tell them that you're going home because you say, I don't think I'm going to be in, I don't think that I can get there in time for next week when there's supposed to be a proposal. And I don't want to take away from these two other girls that definitely are ready and, and want that with you. Um, I don't want you to make a mistake. So when he told her that he decided that it doesn't matter where they are. It's not about if they're ready or not. It's, they are not the girls for Colton. He was in love with her. I think the fact that she 
that, that, that he showed her that he was willing to give that up because of how he felt about her. I think that was surprising. And it's a lot to take in for somebody. But she realized there is no more competition. It's all about her now. So she didn't have to worry about him going on other dates or worrying about what was going on with these other girls. And if, you know, she's not the right one, like he's interested in her. So when they, you know, when he, she went to meet the family, I think she was still trying to figure everything out about what just happened, you know, because it, it moves super quick. I wasn't as easily convinced about how if she was as equally into it. He, clearly, he's staring at her so in love with like these googly eyes and really hoping that she reciprocates it. And she was just so confused. And it was hard to watch. And it was really evident. But you probably assume that from then on till now, it's been five months or something. And anybody can convince themselves that they love somebody, I guess. I don't know if this is the real deal. I really don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, I will say that, yeah, it was awkward watching some of that stuff with the parents because, I mean, the writing is on the wall when you look at, like, Colton's mom and, like, Colton's dad. Like, they are just like, I don't this girl doesn't sound like she's in it yet. Like she's still trying to figure out what's going on. I think that scared them. Um, I really have a lot of respect for Colton's dad. He's just like a cool guy. Yeah. Like wears his heart on his sleeve, you know, really cares about his son. Doesn't want to see him get hurt. Knows that he's like head over heels for this girl, but she's kind of like, I don't know, you know, and drink every time Cassie says, I don't know, you know, but, um, you know, they, part ways with the family and then they go on their their date and i think that's where a lot of this stuff started to kind of figure itself out she started to figure out where he was coming from you know like i i wanted he kept saying i want to take it one day at a time you know i want us to see where this goes i want us to you know explore this i thought the um you know, the, the rappelling down a cliff, you know, as, as symbolism for taking a leap of faith was really cheese ball. Yeah. But, you know, they got down there and I think it's funny that like it was probably Colton's idea because he's all into that, you know, athletic stuff. But it's like he was actually really bad at it. But they sit down, they do that, you know, and then they have that at dinner, you know, they have that talk about I, I want to take it one day at a time, see where this goes. I want to make sure that you know, what are your concerns? And she voiced her concerns about how I just want to make sure I, I, I come from a family where, you know, my dad has always said, like, you're going to know right away. And I don't know yet, but I'm willing to see where it's going to go. So I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, the, I think the date went well enough that they agreed so to go to the fantasy suite. I don't think that they banged in the fantasy suite. No, I don't think they did either. I think they did after. I think that they have since. And I know that in every single interview I've watched, the best interview I've seen with the two of them this week was Jimmy Kimmel. Because I didn't see it. Jimmy Kimmel, it was 10 minutes, which is pretty long for yeah, reality is. stars. But Jimmy Kimmel looked at them and he, first of all, his wife also predicted Cassie from the very beginning. So like you, I'm sure she was gloating. She was very happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he said, I'm, I looked at you guys and I just want to say, in so many words, thanks for keeping it real. Like in all of these 20 something seasons, I don't think I've seen a couple who have been so real life about how things go because the way the show is, it's preposterous. Yeah. So he represented, I'm sure what a lot of bachelor nation quote unquote was thinking as in, wow, this is a completely different way to go about the show because 
in 2019, six weeks just is not enough to then get engaged and then to get married and to go and do all this stuff. And you see it with the other bachelor couples. Look how many are still together. There's not a whole lot. So I, uh, it's funny too with, with Cassie, she's still obviously getting used to the spotlight, right? Colton's mm-hmm. now been in it from Becca's season. He's been trained a little bit more with the press. She's still that giggly girl from Southern California. Yeah. And I do hope she stays that way. And it's, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But overall, what'd you think of the season? I thought the season started off slow. Um, yeah. It started off really corny. It started off, uh, it, it was like watching, it was like watching a, a bunch of, you know, embarrassing kids at summer camp. And that's literally how they started it off. They're playing off the fact that he's a virgin. So yeah. let's all go to summer camp. And it was like really dumb. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. And like, he was so hard to watch at first. But I think he started to actually narrow it down as to the girls that he was interested in and what he wanted. And I think when you start breaking up with all these different people and and realizing that this is real, your maturity starts to kick in. And I think we started to see that side of Colton like come out. Whenever there's a bachelor, you always look for the girls to be the standouts. And I felt like there was a lot of manufactured drama. Oh, yeah. And I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of natural stars to come out of this season, so to speak. Demi was actually one of the people in the running to become the next Bachelorette. I was reading that today. Oh, that would be an awful decision. And that would have been a stupid move. She's just so abrasive, and I don't like her. Makes uh, good TV, but at the same time, after a a while, you just start to see through it. I just, I just think that downright she's super insecure and she's, she can be really manipulative and mean. And I, I'm not a fan of that. And I think that going forward with Bachelor in Paradise, yes, you will see these, these sus, these usual suspects. You'll see the Dem, you'll see Demi. I'm, sh- I'm sure Hannah G will, will end up on Bachelor in Paradise. I was saying I would love to see Hannah G and Blake get together because we saw Blake a lot these last couple episodes and you forget that you like Blake Blake is a guy that I was team Blake the whole time was almost right he, he was almost the bachelor yeah. so I, I I could see Hannah G and Blake getting together maybe mm-hmm. I can't see Kaylin on Bachelor in Paradise but for some reason I think she's gonna end up no Kaylin's gonna end up on Bachelor in Paradise and she's gonna be drunk off her ass on the beach and get it's wicked sloppy that, that's gonna be yeah that's gonna you be think? Kaylin I don't Oh, yeah. So do you think she feels some type of way about Hannah B. being the Bachelorette? Probably. She's probably super pissed. And I think it's hilarious that uh, that Hannah B. actually became the Bachelorette because she, uh, honestly, I think is is the one that was probably not the problem in this whole uh, pageant thing. We saw other sides of Kaylin that kind of hinted that she was the one who was manipulative. Uh, so... Good for Hannah Hannah B, honestly. A lot of people aren't sold on Hannah B as the Bachelorette, and here's why. Who they cares? they find that she has a hard time finishing her sentences, which I find funny because she comes from a pageant background, so you think she'd be a little bit better at that stuff. And but a lot when you of, say pageant background, you wonder how old they were when it happened. True. You know? I don't know her. I don't know if she's been doing it since Toddlers and Tiaras or it was like a scholarship thing where she's like, oh crap, I need money. I'm 18, I need money for school. I'm not sure. Um, but I I found myself laughing out loud at her. Like, because I think yeah. she's so unaware at how goofy and silly she is. And I don't want to get I don't want to get too much into the guys that they rolled out for her that that first night, because I I'm not gonna go and learn their names now. I'm gonna wait until we yeah. get to the season in May and and all that stuff. Uh, but initially it was 
fun to see somebody who was rough around the edges and who wasn't so poised. I liked it. I thought that was great about her. I liked that um, it took her a good awkward 40 seconds to say who she chose when she gave out the rose. It was like, oh my God, this is getting super awkward. Yeah. But that's her and she's goofy. And I like how she didn't even ask him if he would accept the rose. And he had to say, yes, I'll accept the rose. And then she did it over. Yeah. Like she's funny. She's goofy, you know? Um, and I, I think that's something that we... Uh, we need in a bachelorette. I think the um, the last person to be goofy was um, was JoJo, and she had like the <laughs> laugh, no, you know, Caitlin. or whatever the hell her name was. Like, yeah, yeah she just like Caitlin, had this like clown laugh. People loved Caitlyn as the bachelorette, of course. and that's why Caitlyn continues to be so successful. One thing I'm gonna have, uh, I'm actually chatting with Jared and Ashley next week. Jared uh, Highbon is from Rhode Island, and obviously we all know Ashley I. She's very big in the in the Bachelor industry and I'm chatting with them next week and one thing I definitely want to get their take on is are people now going more on the show for clout rather than for love yeah well I, I like I said I mean I, that's why I think Onyeka went on the show was just for Instagram like she doesn't care about Colton and I said this about the women tell all not once did she bring up anything about Colton it was it was not even mentioned it, and, and when he broke up with her she was like, oh, I can't believe this happened. Okay, bye. <laughs> she didn't care. She was just there for the money, you know? And she got a couple makeout sessions in. Oh, and yeah. then she bounced. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't... She's all fake, and I don't even know why they entertain her. I'm not going to lie. As much as I love The Bachelor, I do need a little bit of a, a break. Just yeah. a little bit. Because it just... Especially with these last few weeks, they throw so much stuff at you. It's four hours of TV. And I know it's like, oh, Becca, that's so terrible. You have to watch four hours of TV. But... It's a little like, oh, okay, when is this going to be over? I do want to say that I still remain happy that I have a husband who will watch this show with me. Yeah. Because it's not very common even now in 2019 for men to be very into the show. So I love how unapologetic you are about enjoying the show. And I love that we do this podcast. Yeah. I mean, this is a lot of fun. I, I mean, when I told you that I would, I mean, we were watching this. And I was like, this is dumb. Like we're, cause we're always talking about it. Like after the fact or like during the episode and you know, we should be expressing like these things on like some kind of platform. And I just said, why don't we do a podcast? If I'm going to sit through this like reality TV every week, um, we got to do something with it. So I'm glad that people seem to enjoy it. I'm glad that, um, you know, you guys, uh, you know, are listening and, um, commenting and stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun to kind of interact with everybody. Uh, but you know, I just keep, uh, keep listening. Cause we'll be back for, uh, the bachelor, the bachelorette. I mean, excuse me. Yeah. Obviously the bachelor is going to look a little different by the time we're back and we'll have more on that. Uh, when we return now, have we decided if we're going to watch the, uh, MTV Paul E.D. <laughs> Uh, One thousand percent. We are going to be watching a double shot at love. I honestly think. Did you see the women? Oh, they look trashy, man. Well, I, I, my co-host <laughs> pointed out this morning that he loves that he, you have a thirty-seven-year-old and twenty-year-olds on the same show, and I said, "Hey, oh. man!" And Paulie D also from Rhode Island. Well, yeah, Seriously, yeah, that's yeah. why we love it. So um, DJ Paulie D. April eleventh is when a double shot at love with Paulie and Vinny debuts thanks again. we might have to do a podcast about it we never know it's gonna be really short yeah yeah exactly what is it gonna be like four episodes <laughs> somebody gets herpes and then that's it yeah 
Um, and he has a kid now. Oh, yeah, he does. No, we love Pauly D, and we're very proud of him. And he is a bajillionaire. So give us some of that money, Pauly. Yeah, didn't he just get a... Uh... Two-year residency deal at Dreyas Beach Club in Vegas. He continues to kill it. To kill it in Vegas, man, a residency. That's sick. This, the, I wish that the Pauly D project was still on because <laughs> as a DJ, I loved actually watching that. But... It got canceled after one, one season. Well, apparently it got canceled, <laughs> but whatever. But uh, but yeah, so we will be back um, for the, uh, the the Bachelorette. With and, Hannah Beast. Uh, and then we'll be back after that for Bachelor in Paradise. So, Can't wait, baby. So make sure you guys catch us back here around May 13th when the new season premieres. And with that being said... If you do not receive a rose, take a moment, say goodbyes. Bye! Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Tuesday night and you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, and any of your podcast listening platforms.